This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right. Uh, Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast. This is one of our more unique locations over the last couple of weeks traveling with softball. We've been in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. We've been in Houston, Texas. Uh, We've been out in Palm Springs whenever we bring you the tailgate, which is our Thursday edition or Friday. Again, you can get the early release of the Sooner Sports Podcast by subscribing through iTunes. Just search Sooner Radio Network, or or you can go to SoundCloud and search Sooner Radio Network. That is every single piece of audio that both Toby and myself make available on the Sooner Radio Network from post-game baseball highlights to the pre-game scene setters to even pre- and post-game conversations that we think you might enjoy, like when Toby sat down with Brent Musburger. That's how you get every piece of audio and you get the Sooner Sports Podcast a day early, the tailgate a day early on Thursday. Or you can just get the shows themselves, and that's fine. Soonersports.tv slash podcast. We just try to find a way to super serve you on the Sooner Radio Network. Now, the unique nature of where we're broadcasting from today, and I was laying out all the sites, we're in California, Los Angeles, California to be exact. And as... I'm taping this. We're sitting outside of George Page Baseball Stadium, which is the site of the Mikos Blue Monster, as we prepare for first pitch at Smithfield, which is right next door for the University of Oklahoma in a doubleheader softball game between Cal Santa Barbara, and then they match up later in the day with Loyola Marymount, and a big one with Cal Poly coming up on Friday morning. So basically just wanted to kind of give you a feel of what this trip has been like so far for the softball team before we get into our focus and our spotlight for today's show which is on the women's basketball team, is a really cool sit-down that Jessica Cootie had with both Peyton Little and Maddie Manning. That's coming up, the, the full-length interview of that. But it has been a very uh, – it's been a learning experience for me personally because as a kid growing up, I always wanted to live in L.A., and I always wanted to be out in L.A. And obviously the Gasso family has incredible roots out here in L.A., and I was uh, blessed to spend uh, two of the three days that we've been out here so far with Jim Gasso getting a tour of the – Long Beach State University facilities and that campus where uh, both he and, and Coach Patty Gasso went to school and graduated and uh, met. I mean, come, come on, the, the birth of a Sooner championship was at Long Beach State University with Patty Gasso and where she went to college. And then we came to L.A. We came up the, uh, the 405 after the tough loss to Arizona and then the big bounce back win against Long Beach State University. And yesterday we spent time going around Los Angeles. I I share that personally for me because I know sometimes we get caught up a lot in the results. And part of the personal experience so far for the Sooner softball team, and part of the reason why I bring it up, is because of what they did off the field. And yesterday, which was a day off, you know, you could easily just, you know, laze around and recover. And, and they did. There was a lot of recovery. There was a lot of study. There was a lot of prep. But much like when we were in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, the Sooners took the day to go to Watts, to go to Locke High School in a very tough, challenging neighborhood. And they put on a clinic for several young, uh, impressionable girls. And, I mean, I, it was one of those moments to where I'm a father of three. 
and obviously I'm just the play-by-play guy. But it was one of those moments to where you were really proud of these young women. You were proud of these uh, girls and the job that they did in setting an example and sharing their stories with a lot of people that, let's face it, you know, it's just society has forgotten about. And I just I wanted to bring it up here, and I hope that the, the Sooner Nation and those of you that regularly listen to this podcast can appreciate the giving back that takes place. And when we went to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, when we went across the street from the stadium to a school that, you know, looked like you had traveled back in time 30 years and in 30 years it hadn't been maintained. And here's these young kids that are having to go to school every single day in this tough environment. And then, you know, you fast forward four or five weeks later, however long ago that was, and you're in Los Angeles and you say, we've got to give back. We've got to go and take care of these young girls that deserve an opportunity and to see the smile on the faces of some of those young kids as they watch the uh, as they watch the Sooners kind of show them what softball was all about it was it was a really really special event and you know we're about box scores and we're about wins and losses and obviously when we talk sports we're about the result at the end of the game but I think sometimes there needs to be a moment to where we reset and we reflect on the impact that these student athletes can make. And I've been privy to two pretty special moments so far this season, and I'll never forget them the rest of my life. Uh, I'll talk about it much more. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping CeCe's going to join us, Kaylee Clifton, next week. I'm, I'm not giving up on my gaggle of Gasso's podcast with Andrea and JT Gasso. And obviously, Coach Patty Gasso will join us as well, too, as the season progresses, Melissa Lombardi, among others. But I know it's it's not the preview of a big weekend for Sooner Athletics to start things off with the uh, women's basketball team traveling to Seattle for the NCAA tournament and the awesome interview we have coming up with Peyton and, and Maddie. But I, I had to share that. And it's more than sports. It's obviously the impact you can make off the field. And this week, I saw that firsthand. I've seen it many times with fans that come and watch this team and fans that uh, really just want to see the Sooners in action. But on on Wednesday of this week, I saw it to where they gave back to people that you know might not have that opportunity. So a big kudo, game ball, high five, whatever it takes to uh, Coach Patty Gasso, Coach Lombardi, JT Gasso, um, there was a couple of former Sooners who came out that live in the Los Angeles area, so it was really cool to see them uh, and just, you know, still want to be a part of this program and still do whatever they can to give back. So there's kind of my opening preamble and my kudo, if you will, to what what we've been doing so far here in Los Angeles. Now, obviously, on the field, that was a gut-wrenching loss to Arizona. I just did my pregame interview with Patty Gasso before we start with Loyola Marymount, and she said, you know, that one hurt. That, that one hurt quite a bit. But the Sooners bounced back in Long Beach and beat Long Beach State 14-0 to while Mariah Lopez threw a no-hitter. So on the field, they're still continuing to fight and scratch and claw. All of their losses by one loss so far or by one run so far this season. So we'll get set for a span of, what is it, five games in three days, and we'll have it for you on the Sooner Radio Network. Now, Obviously, not everything in the Sooner Nation is focused on this softball trip 
Baseball has been on the road down in Georgia. We're going to have Toby on Monday to help recap the first road trip for the Sooners, which is one and one so far as we tape this. But obviously all eyes in March on March Madness and the NCAA tournament. And that's where the Oklahoma Sooners women's basketball team is right now, getting set for first-round play this weekend against Gonzaga up in Seattle with a potential second-round matchup looming with the University of Washington. But there is that carrot that's dangled out in front of them, which is the potential to return home and face and, and play in Oklahoma City and play on a court that you're familiar with. So, yes, it's a tough road to get there. Yes, maybe a little bit underseated, but still the opportunity to play in Oklahoma City. Now, before the brackets were released, before the matchups were set, Jessica Cootie sat down with both Peyton Little and Maddie Manning. The feature is out right now at Soonersports.tv, but as we say a lot, there's always more than just what we can put in a three, four, five-minute feature. There's a full-length interview that goes along with it. So here it is. Jessica Cootie and her sit-down with Maddie Manning and Peyton Little. We'll take it herself, and Maddie gets the bucket and the foul. I said she had to be the second-half difference maker, and she makes it happen right there. And the Sooners have tied it up and a chance for the lead from the line. Ortiz will inbound baseline left. Right corner to Little for a three. It's gone! Peyton with two seconds to go, and the Sooners lead by three. Timeout, Texas. Peyton Little wide open in the right corner, and the Texas native buried the three. So let's go to the first year when you had transferred in, you were hurt. Uh, how close did you guys become just in that year when you kind of both were kind of going through your own struggles and not being on the court? Well, it's actually funny because when she first came in, I didn't, I didn't want nothing to do with her. I didn't like her at all. Um, I think I was the maddest person that she was coming. Um, Why? I mean, I was young, and I'm kind of stubborn, and I thought she had Kinda. a... Kind <laughs> of. <laughs> she, she had a chance to pick us, and she didn't pick us, and... Um, I didn't understand, but then we went to Haiti, and that's where we kind of hit it off, I guess. When you're in Haiti, you have to be nice to people, I learned. So I had the chance to talk to her and figure out what her story was, and, um, and that maybe that she was young, and maybe she made the wrong choice instead of me being young and me being stubborn. So, so what was your initial reaction then of Maddie? Uh, you know, I, it wasn't just Maddie. I mean, it was kind of everybody, but Maddie was definitely the ringleader of the group. She didn't, she obviously, like she said, she didn't, wasn't, um, totally for me coming here. Um, she was young, stubborn, you know, I obviously made a wrong decision. Um, but I knew that she would eventually warm up to me. I knew that she could not, not like me forever. I mean, she, we we're going to be teammates eventually. Um, and so like, like you said, that sit out year, I was sitting out and Maddie was hurt and we really got a chance to just grow closer. And, um, we both weren't playing. I obviously didn't get to travel, but, um, you know, we just really got close over, the, over that time. How much do you think, I mean, because it had to be, it was a hard year for you. So having someone that you kind of were getting close to at the time, that kind of helped you through that that year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a hard year for our team, too. Uh, that's maybe the worst year since we've been here as a basketball team. And, um, you know, to have somebody that's kind of going through the same position. I mean, Stu got to practice and Stu got to do those things. But, um, you know, we didn't get to play the games. We didn't get to be on the court. And um, while you're still a part of the team, you're kind of on the outside. I mean, it's a little different than actually being in the inside of everything. So we had each other to go through that and, um, you know, just talk about it and um, be there and, and push each other to talk about what's going to happen when we do hit the court together. Yeah, see, how much did you guys kind of talk about, okay, when we're together, this is what we're going to do? Oh, yeah, we talked about it a lot. I mean, it, you know, God has a plan for everything, and it's crazy that I was going to start my career and Maddie, we are going to start it together, basically. And it's just, it was, you know, I think, I think it was a God thing. And um, we obviously talked about it all the time. 
and we were just we couldn't be more ready to hit the court together and at the same time me starting my career and her kind of starting her career too so um so then when you get on the court together just kind of what was the initial getting to play together like if we we're on the same team it was awesome if we we're on different teams nobody in the gym liked it <laughs> they would literally just like sometimes in pickup we would just stop and it'd be like let's go let's let maddie Payne go one-on-one because they're about to fight <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it would be, that would be time, most of the time that that happened. So we would try to be on the same team. So, or, or no, no, we wouldn't, we just wouldn't guard each other. Yeah, we, wouldn't, we couldn't guard each other. And sometimes we just walk in the gym and whoever's making teams that night, we would just be like, put us on the same team. We just can't do it. It's not going to be, it's not going to be one of those days today. Was it just the extreme competitiveness between the two of you? Absolutely. Yeah. It's competitiveness and, you know, both of us want to win. Both of us want that every single call to win. I mean, if the ball is, if it's even a question mark, who who hit the who hit the ball out? Um, you know, it's going to be a 15-minute argument. Everybody in the gym is going to stop, and we're going to figure out who hit the ball out. <laughs> It'll just be an argument. Just, I mean, we'll go on and on until. So you live together. So how did that transfer over to you know you guys going at it in the gym to like oh we got to go home together and eat dinner together? Th that's where we're. That's where we're. That's what we call ourselves brothers because um, I feel like. <laughs> so I mean. Girls, you know, they kind of hang on to things, you know, they kind of take whatever happens on the court and carry it off the court. And we're, I mean, we've literally fought before on the court and we're just like, we come off the court and it's fine. You know, everything's good. So it, give it a little hug in the locker room, go yeah. home, or go to the and get a blizzard. <laughs> get a blizzard, do something. I mean, we just we let those things go. That's where it's easy to live with each other because we don't take anything off the court. Is that the peace offering, the blizzard? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, Georgia mud fudge. <laughs> she changes it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, but how much did that push you guys to to be better because you were so competitive? Because you know you were going at it all the time. Oh yeah, go. You go. You, you go. go. Okay. Yeah, you Um, no, it just it it pushed us. You know, like we both want to win. We're both super ultra competitive, um, and you know it. We make each other better. That's I think that's what. Like our competitiveness, that's what you know brings it out. Not of only us, but just our other teammates. Um, we kind of just up the level of, you know, competitiveness, and um, it's fun when you have a culture like that. And like I said, we go at it all the all the time. Even still in practice, we still go at it. Yeah, I would say when you have that level, <laughs> when that level's up, I mean, it just makes you that much better. You're not playing at you're playing at game speed all the time, and when that uh, goes to your teammates, and when you, that's the that's the feeling in the whole gym, that's huge for a team. And, um, I'd say I know personally I get better when Stu guards me and I know she gets better when I guard her because we're going at each other like we want to win the game and I'm not letting anybody get anything easy. What about when you guys find each other on the court? It seems like there's a little bit of extra yeah. special oomph when you guys kind of like set each other up for a play and, and a lot of our announcers talk about how you guys are just kind of on a, on a sixth sense kind of thing. We are. I mean it you know, I think it, at first we we weren't always on the same wave. That's where Pam, um, our assistant coach, kind of called us a sisterhood because we would do the same thing on the court because we're thinking we have the same mind, we're thinking the same, but it, it wouldn't turn out good because we're both trying to do the same thing instead of one doing the other. Um, but over the years, I mean, we've figured each other out, and I know where she's going to be on the court. She's know where I, where I'm going to be on the court, and it's fun when we, you know, maybe get a give and go, and you know, for a basket or a three and pointing to each other. It's it's just fun. Yeah, I think it's so fun because of everything we've been through too. I mean we sat out that year together and mm -hmm. we kinda talked about it and then as we've grown up we've built it and now just to see it come 
um, into play. It's, it's awesome when I can set Sue up for a shot. I know she's going to be in the corner. Or, you know, she can give me the ball to go do something. Um, I think it's special. Maddie, what was your initial reaction to hearing the sisterhood? What did what what did you make of that? <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought I we, we kind of just took it and ran with yeah, it. Yeah, really we like, All right, they want to call us the sisterhood. Let's give them the sisterhood. Today. It, it was. They didn't give it to us after we did something good. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it was never. It was never a compliment, really. <laughs> it's normally like you two. If you guys don't open your mouth. <laughs> so what? I mean, I guess what do you feel like she meant by the sisterhood, Pam? Um, I mean, I think it just she, I think it just shows that we're two pretty similar people, and um, you know, when she calls us a sisterhood because. We have that competitiveness, and we're going to go at each other. She calls us the sisterhood then. She calls us sister, sister, the sisterhood when we uh, do the same things. I mean, we run down the same lane in practice. Um, there's sisterhood, get away from each other. And, uh, <laughs> yes, always. Or we think, I say, like, we don't have to say anything because we know what we're going to do on a screen. Yeah, they don't understand that still. Like, we will come, and we're running a screen coverage, and we don't call it out because we already know what we're going to do. And the I know coaches, exactly the coaches don't get do. it. Like, we just know. We don't have to say it. <laughs> they don't understand that part of this. I don't think they'll ever understand it, but... Oh okay, well. so most people, when they're that similar, you just said they, what you guys do on the court, but, I mean, how do you make it work? Because a lot of people, when they're that similar, can't make it work. Maddie? Hmm. Sometimes we don't make it work. Yeah, sometimes we don't. <laughs> um, no, I think, it, I think it works just because, I mean, we have an understanding of who we are and um, accepting it and... Um, you know, when you, you know that, I know that how Stu's going to react to a lot of things, and um, I think that, and she knows how I'm going to react to a lot of things, so I think that allows us to reach each other in a, in a different way. You know, you don't get frustrated about it because I can understand because I would be thinking the same way um, and being frustrated in the same ways a lot of times. Um, so I think it just, it allows you to be understanding and put yourself in her position, so. Bam. Before the anthem, you guys do the synchronized little Oh, things. yes. Where did that That's come so from? We just did it. Yeah, we just did it. Literally. Like, okay, I don't even know how it happened. I'm trying to think. I'm going to be honest. I think we saw ourselves being filmed one day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we, we just looked at each other and like, let's roll with this. Let's roll with it. And so we did the same stretching. A three, we, a three series routine. Yeah, three series routine. And it stuck since. We like, you were like, we okay, let's touch our toes now or like... Okay, no. Well, we normally been, like, we had already started, been, like, so we always pray before the game. Maddie always leads us in a little prayer. And then we drop down, like, to stretch our hammies. And then all of a sudden, so I'm dropping back, okay, Maddie's dropping back. Then we, then we just roll with it. And it's just, it's now been a thing. Now you have to do it? No, no it's, we have to do it. And when she was hurt, I was like, we still got to do it. I mean, you can't actually go all the way back, but you still better put your leg back. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about that, the, the, you know, the prayer and, and how important the faith has been in, in you guys' relationship as well. You talked about Haiti and how that, that initially is where it started. We've got, yeah, that's, it's been awesome. We've gotten to do so many things um, together. Like, like I said, we started our friendship in Haiti. And, you know, I think, like I told you, I think God has a plan for everything. And, you know, he, he wanted us to start together and wanted us to, well, kind of end together. Um, but... <laughs> I don't know if I was supposed to say that, um, but no, I mean, it's just, it's cool that we've got, we've got to do so many things, um, go speak with each other at camps, and um, I think that's the cool, one of the coolest parts of our friendship is that we both, you know, share the same, same beliefs, and we both are super, you know, we're strong about our faith, and we, you know, we share it with others, and we let people know that, um, just, just what we're about, really. 
Yeah, I'd say the same way. We challenge each other on the court. Uh, we challenge each other to grow up off the court and grow in our faith. Um, I think I think that's one of the, the best parts about our friendship is seeing how she's grown, and I'm sure it's the same way. She's seen me grow over the years, um, and, and a big part of that is in our faith and sharing our faith with people and, um, you know, stepping out and using the platform that we've, we've been given. What about the hospital visits? Because that's one thing you guys have done together from day one and have always been um, very passionate about that. Um, you know, how special is it to have someone that kind of shares that passion with reaching out and visiting those kids and, and going out in the community? I mean, I think it's awesome. I think that's what you want in a best friend or a sister. Um, you know, somebody that has the same desire to impact lives and has the same desire to, um, you know, make a difference and do something with their life. I mean, I think that's what it's all about. And um, I know I have her with me whenever I want to go do something like that. And um, it makes it that much more special because not only are we helping other people, but we're growing in the process. When you go and I mean, some, some of these situations are really dire. I mean, just to have someone by your side kind of going through that kind of help you guys grow together even more. Oh, yeah. It can only bring us closer. And like Maddie said, if she wants to go to visit some kid in the hospital, I'm, she knows she can call me. I'll be right there with her or if, you know, vice versa. Um, and that's what ultimately that's what makes us you know the friendship that we have is that we are willing to do those things and not only willing but we want to do those kinds of things um, we want to grow with each other and it's it's just fun to have somebody who wants to do the same kinds of things that you want to do okay so Peyton describe Maddie Maddie describe Peyton go first <laughs> you go first let me see how mean you are Maddie uh, stubborn but a big heart um, but she's not going to always necessarily, uh, like she's not going to want to give me a hug or she's, she's, she's not like that at all. Um, but I mean, competitive, um, obviously my best friend, um, she's, what else? There's so many good qualities about you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, really just just the way that I admire her, the way that she goes about life. Um, I mean, anybody who can come back from two, two knee surgeries and be the kind of, not only player, but just the person that she is, is, I mean, she inspires so many and she inspires me. And I don't even tell her that, but I will now, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, I know, I mean, it's just, it's, like I said, it's a blessing to have, have a friend like Maddie and yeah, your turn. <laughs> that was so nice. <laughs> Um, can I use the same word? <laughs> We're <laughs> yeah, the same people. The same people, I guess, yeah. Uh, Stu is, um, I mean, she's competitive. Um, she's a go-getter, <clears throat> and she also has a big heart. Um, she always wants to help people, and that's, I think that's what she wants to do with her life is help people. Um, you know, she's, she's maybe the more loving one, the one that wants to give hugs all the time, uh, likes to talk a little more. Um, You're right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just hand her the phone when my mom's talking and she can turn on the <laughs> no, conversation. No, really. <laughs> Maddie will sit over there on the couch like, all right, yeah, uh-huh. Well, is that it? I'm like, hand me the phone so I can talk to your mom. <laughs> but no, she's, um, she's awesome and she's my best friend and, um, you know, just, just a really special person. She has a really special heart. So I think a lot of people just, again, maybe fans or outside looking in just see what you guys do on the court but it's so much more than that so when you think about everything that you've been through over the past 
four years together, you know, again, battling off the court, the, the trips to Haiti, the trips to the hospital, everything together. I mean, you really have no choice but to be in each other's lives for the rest of them, right? I mean, it's just, oh, yeah. it's just kind of set up to have somebody special like that forever, right? Yeah, I, I couldn't see, you know, us going on after this and not, not being best friends. Um, this is a friendship that'll last for, you know, a lifetime. And, you know, that's what's so special about, you know, coming to Oklahoma is that you get to build relationships with people um, who like Maddie and people who, um, you know, it's not only here while you're in college, but like I said, the rest of your life. And, yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling, a good feeling that the sisterhood will live on forever. <laughs> we might be a little granny someday in a nursing home. <laughs> Causing a, causing a little hectic there. <laughs> a little, uh, like, paper basketball or something. <laughs> Still having to be split up by the nurses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably will not be. <laughs> but how thankful are you guys each to have had each other by your side these four years? I mean, you didn't play your first year together, but the way that it kind of all worked out, everything, the ups and downs, the hard times, the good times, just to have somebody like that by your side through these four years, how, how thankful are you for that? Super thankful, um, you know. It's, it's truly a blessing from God that, that things happened the way they did and that Maddie eventually accepted, accepted me and um, <laughs> took, took a little bit. But um, no, I mean, you get to, I mean, I got to spend my um, college career and my playing days with, you know, my, one of my best friends. And it's just, like I said, it's a blessing from God. And um, he was looking out when he said, hey, I'm going to put you guys right here together and you guys get to go on this special journey. Nailed it. <laughs> Maddie, would you have ever thought, because you are so stubborn, when your initial um, kind of thoughts and <clears throat> assumptions of Peyton that it would end this way? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. I, I actually promised every single person that it would not. <laughs> <laughs> they told me, you guys are going to go to Haiti, you're going to be friends, blah, and I was like, no. I will not speak to her. No, no, I'm gonna do it. I'm not, I don't even want to go to Haiti anymore. I'm just gonna dump it out of there. So are you glad this is the one thing that you weren't so stubborn about? Yeah, um, I am. I'm, I'm thankful for it, and I'm glad that um, you know I could be open-minded about it and really learn about her and uh, you know where she's from and what what she holds true to her heart and her her, and her values. And um, at the end of the day, they match up with mine, and that's the kind of friend I want. Thank you so much for joining us for the Sooner Sports Podcast. And uh, thank you so much for subscribing. Remember, uh, you can leave a rating as well, too, or, or just send us a comment at OU on the air or at Sooner Sports TV. Everyone have a great week. We'll be back with the Monday morning refresher and, of course, the game plan with Toby Rowland to get you ready for the week ahead in Sooner Athletics. Until then, have a great week, and let's get some Sooner wins, shall we? And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air.